Hi there, sexy. Welcome or welcome back to a short erotic sex story written and told by Lala's Bedtime Tales. I'm dropping in to have a quick chat with you before jumping into this week's Oh So Sexy episode. If you haven't already, please show me your favorite erotic storytelling podcaster and erotica writer some love by giving the podcast a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It's crucial that you review the podcast because as an erotic writer and storyteller, I am always interested in feedback and knowing your thoughts on the stories I share with you all. Also, it allows other erotica lovers and smut sluts like me and you to find Lala's Bedtime Tales erotic stories wherever they enjoy listening to podcasts. I want to give a very, very special shout out to my lovely patrons on Patreon, OM plus MK, Yvette C, and Jason R. You guys are the bestest, and I appreciate all of your love and support. Do you want to help support this amazing erotic storytelling podcast? Do you love, love Lala's Bedtime Tales, but want more content, especially exclusive content? Then join Lala's Bedtime Tales exclusive Patreon community. Join the Baby Girl exclusive access tier for as low as $5 a month and receive a ton of exclusive content like episode soundtracks and playlists early access and ad-free podcast episodes, behind the scenes of my writing process, a shout out on the podcast, voting rights of what stories deserve a continuation, video tellings of your favorite stories are a first look at my new work, and that's just a few of the perks I'm offering. There are so, so many more. I have varying tiers that offer something for all of my favorite people. So if you want more of Lala, you enjoy smutty erotic content and all things sexy then check out the show notes to join my patreon if you want to get to know more of lala and learn more about all things love and sex then be sure to subscribe watch like and talk to me in the comments of the videos on my youtube channel you can find the link in the episode show notes on my youtube channel i provide spicy book reviews and recommendations love and sex advice and sex education from industry experts and what wild and crazy things are happening in the world that could be impacting your love and sex life. If you're ready to make summer 2023 your sexiest summer yet, but you need a few things, then check out the sexy summer sale on lalasbedtimetales.com. The entire website is 30% off. Plus, I'm offering some additional special summer deals. I have fun, flirty, sexy, and pleasurable products that you can check out at the links in the show notes. Be sure to head over and shop all these amazing products before they're gone. Lastly, be sure to subscribe to my podcast so you'll be alerted whenever there's a new sexy audio erotic tale for your listening pleasure. If you're a Spotify listener, be sure to take the poll at the end of this episode or let me know your thoughts about any of my stories on Spotify interactions. While I'd like to get as nasty as much as the next person, please keep them PG-13 so that I can share them with the world. Keep listening because I'm kicking off this summer with a story so fucking hot and sexy, it'll leave you oh, 
so hot and bothered. Enjoy Sexies. It's time for Lala's Bedtime Tells. Grab your wine, dim the lights, and get ready to listen to an oh-so-sexy bedtime story. I'm Lala, and I want to tell you an erotic story guaranteed to turn you on and get you hot and bothered. So, listen up. Hello, beautiful. Is it just me or is vacation sex always the hottest, most enjoyable, and wildest sex that you can have? In fact, according to a 2022 intimacy and travel study, 67% of people report having better sex while on vacation than at home. And couples reported having twice as much sex on vacation than at home. I mean, from my personal experience, there's nothing better than a hot and dirty vacation fuck. And if you agree with me, then you'll love this latest sexy erotic summer tale. Ari Dominguez is on vacation in one of the most gorgeous places on earth. But will this be the hottest summer of her life or Will it be everything except spectacular for her? Listen up. To find out if mind-blowing sex and endless pleasure is in store for her on this vacation getaway. I gently swing from side to side as the bright rainbow-colored plays in the ocean-centered breeze. I glance down at the pages of my Tessa Bailey summary. The wide-brimmed straw beach hat blocks the glaring rays of the sunset from my eyes, and I take shallow, deep breaths, trying to calm the rapid thrumming of my heart against my chest. The words in the romantic suspense novel look like black fire ants running across the page because I can't seem to concentrate. (sighs) I huff out an agitated breath. I thought the solution to one of the worst experiences of my life would be to disconnect from society, meaning no cell phones, no social media, no work emails, no electronic devices. I thought if I could make an escape from the reality of my world, then I could come back to the real world and feel untouchable by one of the most humiliating days of my life, my almost wedding day. I try to push the terrible thoughts from my mind by tuning into the white noise of the beach ambiance. I begin grounding myself by listening to the beach waves roar towards the shore. I turn my face to the sky, hyper-focusing on the last rays of the sun heating my skin and soaking into me like being wrapped in a warm wool blanket on one of the coldest days of the year. And I give the air a big sniff, focusing on the smells of sunscreen, the fresh air of the outdoors, and the crisp scent of the ocean water. But as soon as I get to a place of serenity, I see his stunned face, those lying gray eyes, and remember the feeling of being emotionally gutted and left hollow. All my childhood insecurities race through my mind. 
His actions were the catalyst that transported me back to the day I was excited to be leaving for my first year at MIT. I still remember the day as if it were happening in real time. I was so, so excited. And everyone in our family stood around mommy's small, rickety, secondhand kitchen table with proud looks on their faces. I remember all the bodies crammed into that small kitchen made me feel like I would die from heat stroke. But everyone sending me well wishes before my mommy took me to the airport was worth the discomfort. Yet, what stood out to me the most that day wasn't the proud words of the matriarch of our family, but the shockingly venomous words of my favorite cousin that helped raise me. The callous look she gave me when she grabbed my wrist in a bone-crushing grip and whispered maliciously in my ear, No matter how smart or gorgeous you are, you will always be seen as Central Falls dog shit that all the rich and wealthy People that actually matter will pay someone to wipe off the bottom of their shoes. I looked at her, stunned, as mommy dragged me through the door so I wouldn't miss my flight. My cousin's cold, malicious smirk cuts through my mind, but it's not from the day I left Central Falls. It was during one of the most recent worst days of my life. I opened my eyes shivering like I've been doused with ice-cold water. My teeth chatter in humid tropical weather. I slide off the hammock, grabbing my book, sunglasses, and water bottle. My feet sink in the warm sand and squish between my toes as I make my way back to the all-inclusive luxury suite of the Bali Resort that has become my four-week hideaway. I lean against the cool glass door of my beautiful honeymoon suite. The honeymoon I had to go on alone because this was the last thing that lying piece of shit felt like he could at least do for me. Or at least keep me out of the public's eye because one of the biggest weddings of the year had to be canceled. I still wish that Imani, my best friend, had been able to accompany me on this much needed getaway but she hadn't worked herself like a dog like I had to ensure there'd be no distractions on this trip. My honeymoon. I couldn't even call Imani because I had stupidly chucked my phone in the garbage bin at the airport to keep myself from looking at social media and ignoring my almost husband's phone calls and text messages. I fight down the bile that rises in my throat and shake my head from the memories that tried to invade my psyche. However, there's no escaping the truth in my older cousin's words. No matter how smart or pretty I am, to those that matter to the world, I'm Central Falls dog shit. And my perfect pedigree fiance's actions proved that I wasn't worthy of his love or his posh lifestyle. I gently hit my head a few times against the solid, cool glass of the balcony doors, feeling more chilly from the breeze now that the sun had officially set. It had been a fucking week, and I needed to stop having a pity party. I had four more weeks to pull myself together and to show up in my unwavering, bubbly persona, the chosen mask I always wore for the world. 
I needed a long shower in this gorgeous bathroom with the steam jets and the delicious smelling complimentary shower gel. I tossed my stuff down in a chair by the bed and I chucked my tiny white lightweight swimsuit cover-up sundress on the floor. I peeled a bikini top and bottoms from my skin, letting it pull in the middle of the floor. Drip. 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 Did I not completely shut the shower off earlier today? Well, shit. I mean, there were lots of buttons and controls I had to deal with this afternoon when I showered. I tossed open the door to the bathroom. It feels shockingly humid and damp, like someone's only recently used to shower. The mirror is slowly clearing from the fog that had once covered it from the dewy shower steam. My eyes connect in the mirror with the most beautiful cornflower blue eyes set in the gorgeous face of a man with chiseled abs and a fluffy white towel slung low on his hips. The towel sits so low on his hips that I can see damp, dark blonde curls trailing down on his lower stomach and disappearing into the towel. I had never seen a man so sexy in my life. It's surreal. My mouth feels dry, and I probably don't look flattering with my jaw hanging open like a dead fish. I feel my cheeks burn with heat from embarrassment. Damn it, Ari. Did I walk into the suite next door to mine while being lost in my own pity party? I open my mouth to let out a scream, but nothing comes out as we both stand as still as statues and stare at each other. His eyes darken to a stormy blue filling with lust as his eyes peruse my body. I'm not unused to the male gaze. At a size 16, I had bountiful curves that made many men turn their heads for a second glance, but I followed his gaze, which caused me to let out a shrill scream, but not from fear, but from humiliation. Oh my gosh, I am fucking naked. Remembering that I had stripped on my way to the bathroom. Could I catch a fucking break? Not only is my dumb ass in the wrong room, but I'm naked in the wrong fucking room. I turn and begin running to scoop up my clothes. I forget about trying to pull that string bikini back on and chuck my swimsuit cover-up dress over my head. My heart beats fiercely as I feel my skin tighten from embarrassment. I feel hot and prickly all over because if this man is my neighbor, God, how will I be able to show my face around the resort again? I hear his footsteps behind me as I run out to the balcony but stop when I see my bikini from yesterday hanging on the edge of the balcony's railing. What the entire fuck? I turn to face the gorgeous man defensively questioning, why the fuck are you in my room? His head rears back as if I've slapped him. I think you're mistaken, sweet cheeks. He coolly responds with a devilish smirk as he leisurely peruses my body like he's committing my naked frame to memory for later spank bank material. I roll my eyes. Sweet 124 is mine. It's the honeymoon suite, I argue folding my arms beneath my breast. My nipples are hard as rock under the thin cotton fabric of the cover-up. 
This man's half-naked body has mine wanting a taste so bad that my pussy lips are becoming slicker and slicker with arousal the longer I stand in his presence. No gorgeous, sweet 124 is mine. My mom booked me into this hotel, always asks for the biggest and best suite because your future mother-in-law is a complete snob, which you'll soon find out. Here's my room access card, he says, tossing it onto the patio table on the spacious balcony. I peer down and see in gold letters 124 on his card, which matches that of my own that I throw down on the table right next to his. We stared down at the two cards, dumbfounded and confused. I feel my throat start to clamp up when I look up at his gorgeous face, made even more beautiful by the confused furring of his brows. He is really cute. The thought of a husband and a mother-in-law makes me dizzy, and my stomach churn. This has to be a cruel joke. Maybe he's a relative of the man that stumped on my heart. I swallow hard. Feeling as if glass is trapped in my throat. My mother-in-law? I managed to squeak out, completely at a loss over this entire situation. A beautiful broad smile crosses his face before he answers. Yes, because after seeing an ass that fucking sexy, I have to wipe you now. I roll my eyes as his big frame shakes with laughter. I feel like I'm transported back to my high school homeroom. Will you call the front desk and see how this could have happened? I bellow, snatching my card from the table and parking my ass in one of the comfortable patio chairs surrounding the table. He takes in the serious expression on my face, slowly nods, and turns back into my, or our, room. <sighs> I let out an exhausted breath. I watched him grab some clothes from a black suitcase I didn't realize had appeared out of thin air in the corner of the room. He disappears into the bathroom and doesn't come out for about 30 minutes, leaving me on the edge of my seat. He throws open the bathroom door, causing me to sit ramrod straight on the edge of the chair. Gone is the flirty playboy expression on his face from earlier. In its place is a murderous glare as he makes his way back to me on the patio. Well, I ask him exasperated. They're going to send us some free shit because they made a mistake and booked the room for both of us because there was a glitch in the system where I guess your cancellation was reversed at the same time my booking was approved for this room. The next nicest room becomes available at the end of this week. The manager says that one of us can have an extended stay in a less grand room of the resort or find accommodation somewhere else on Bali's island. He explains, running his hand through his beautiful, thick, sandy blonde hair strands, making it stand up in tufts around his head like he just got fucked. I wish it were me rubbing my hands through his hair as he sucked on my tight nipples that were straining against my cotton cover-up. Where the fuck did that thought come from? <gasps> I gaps in shock, feeling electricity course through my veins when he rubs my arm in comfort. He thinks I've gasped because of our strange situation, not because of my wayward thoughts. Hey babe, I have an idea. Why don't you take a nice relaxing shower? Which I'll make myself scarce so you won't feel uncomfortable, sweet cheeks. Then. 
We can have dinner together and try to come up with how to deal with this crazy fucking issue, Gorgeous. I nod absentmindedly. My thoughts scrambled because of his closeness and delectable scent filling my nostrils. At that moment, my horny, fueled mind would have followed him to the gates of hell if it meant another second in his presence. I run my slender index finger around the sugar rim of my Malay Blue Signature Resort Cocktail. Feeling the light tropical breeze blow through my Sinagalese twist as I watch the palm trees sway in the distance. I'm trying to look anywhere but the gorgeous man that's seated across from me at this candlelit dinner on the beach. However, I'm running out of places to avert my gaze because our dinner is quite intimate. Feeling as if we're the only pair having dinner on the beach for miles around us. Ari. He calls my name, sending a tingle of sexual heat to the base of my spine. His sexy baritone voice caused my clitoris to pulsate, making me rub my thighs together as I tried to think of unsexy memories like the birthing scene from Nocta. I had nightmares about childbirth for weeks. I shivered to myself, wanting to dry heat as I meet his beautiful cornflower blue gaze. Cliff, I smile back, feeling awkward as heat from humiliation creeps up my neck to my face from the realization that this beautiful man saw me in my birthday suit before we ever knew one another's names. He takes a sip of his dark rum, the skin around his eyes crinkling as he smiles at me. I thought the conversation between us during this dinner would be awkward and forced, like one of the business dinners I have to attend to help secure funding for my current job. Yet, Cliff is surprisingly great company, which has provided my mind with a reprieve from my life's latest scandal. I dig into the sweet vanilla bean custard and peaches dessert that the waiter has brought to the table. I make a conscious choice to focus on the cold sweetness of the custard mixed with the tangy floral taste of the peaches, not allowing those lying gray eyes to enter my psyche, diluting this pleasurable moment for me with the heart-wrenching pain of betrayal. I open my eyes to witness Cliff's smoldering gaze on my full pout, laser focus on my tongue, licking any remnants of the dessert off my lips. I've been thinking about our room situation, and I will pay you to let me have it, Cliff negotiates, wiggling his brows at me, causing a derisive snort to escape from my lips. Of course, there is no escaping these overly attractive, elitist trust fund babies, not even during my tropical hideaway. There's not enough money in the world that you can offer me that will have me giving up that amazing sweet. I declare teasingly. As the words fall from my mouth, I know immediately that it's a lie. A slight tinge of guilt fills my body, but I ignore it. Even though Cliff isn't the rich prick that wronged me, I'm tired of these wealthy playboy pretty boys always getting their way. I had something that this one wanted, 
And unless the owner of the resort himself and the Bali police came to toss me out, there was no way in hell I let him willingly have the luxurious honeymoon sleep. Those beautiful blue eyes narrow into slits on my face. Cliff sits up straighter like he's not a stranger to tough negotiations and he only plays to win in all dealings of his life. I hide my smile behind my fruity cocktail because, like many, he's fooled by my pretty face and curvaceous body, unable to see the brains behind my revered beauty. I'm not above a guilt trip, Cliff jokes, relaxing back into his chair. I quirk an eyebrow waiting for him to continue, hoping that there was someone else with a sadder and more pathetic excuse for an escape to Bali than mine. I desperately needed to know that I'm not the only one on this island, not only hiding out, but trying to mend a shattered ego and a bleeding heart. I'm listening, I say, leaning closer to the table to give Cliff my undivided attention. He clears his throat, and for the first time tonight, he doesn't meet my eyes. It's almost as if what he's about to tell me is one of the most embarrassing moments of his life, which causes my pulse to quicken and my heartbeat to roar to life in my ears. My parents forced me to come on this vacation because I've been working myself to the bone at our family's company. Actually, on one typical late night working at the office, I found myself on the floor unable to speak or feel my arms and legs. I knew at that moment I was going to die. My entire life flashed before my eyes. I even laid in a puddle of my own piss, barely able to call 911 for help. It turns out I had a minor stroke from all the stress I experienced, so my mom booked me this trip and my father threatened me that if I didn't take a vacation, he write me out of his will and find a way to seize my inheritance. Cliff confides, giving a little pathetic laugh, causing me to reach for his hand to offer what little comfort I could provide. His thumb strokes the top of my hand as he continues. I think the scariest part is realizing we're human and not invincible and that we all have an expiration date. To know that life isn't worth living if the only thing you have to show for it is the hours you put into a company that won't necessarily warn you when you're gone. You think I would have taken it as a warning that my workaholic tendencies were ruining my life. When my long-term girlfriend broke things off with me because I spent more time at my job than at home with her. I sit there speechless. I'm in awe of Cliff's strength and the level of trust he put in my hands after I've only known him for a couple of hours. After the level of vulnerability he willingly shared with me, I was starting to think this was about more than a resort suite. Maybe he could feel the undeniable pull between us and the electrifying sexual tension too. God, was I just a fool for a pretty face? His story invoked a feeling of empathy in me, but not enough for me to allow him to have the sweet I received as a consolation prize for my humiliation and devastation. A great reminder of why sex and sinfully sexy men should be the last thing on my mind. 
While I can empathize with him, he clearly had enough money to go book another luxury suite on the island where I didn't have the means to make those same accommodations. I had done well for myself in the sense that I had escaped the poverty of Central Falls, but I didn't have access to an inheritance. Hell, sometimes I had to pay my mommy's bills. So, this privileged hottie could be inconvenienced for once in his life and find other accommodations. Wow, that's so scary, Cliff. I'm so, so sorry that happened. Well, my reason isn't life or death like yours. My reason for being here is pretty fucking tragic, too. You see, I'm on my honeymoon. I smirk, watching his beautiful face morph with shock before transforming into confusion. He opens and closes his mouth a few times, lost for words, before deciding on tossing back the remainder of his dark frog. I suck in a long, deep breath and let it out before continuing. <laughs> Don't worry, you can continue your wet dreams and fantasies of your mom becoming my mother-in-law. Hey, I'm not here to yuck anyone's young, but I didn't get married in what would have been deemed one of the weddings of the year because my pretty, smooth-talking fiancé was balls deep in our wedding planner at the rehearsal dinner the night before our wedding. Who, of course, turned out to be an ex-girlfriend of his I didn't know about. Which shouldn't surprise me since my husband-to-be was gung-ho on us using her services. I guess those services extended to soothing the before-wedding jitters of the groom. My cousin couldn't wait to show me that video on her phone. But... That's only the start of the shit show. It turns out, when I went to confront him, his dick had pretty much made its rounds through most of my bridesmaids too, except for one. I feel hot tears threatening to spill from my eyes, realizing the pain and humiliation was still fresh on my mind. Cliff's hand tightened around mine, but I was too ashamed to meet his face. The feelings of stupidity turned the delicious meal in my stomach sour. Well, damn. At least you realized who your real friends were. And you had family on your side, Cliff tries to comfort me. His words falling between us made me bluster at the word family, causing me to angrily rip my hand from his sympathetic touch. My cousin had been fucking him behind my back since I'd introduced him to my family. The joke was on me that the only person who hadn't taken a joyride on his unimpressive manhood was my best friend, Amani, I ground out. I feel the bile rise in my throat, causing me to scrape back my chair and make a dash for the nearest discreet spot to empty the contents of my stomach. The betrayal had literally made me sick to my stomach. I wasn't sure if a month-long getaway in paradise would be able to make me brave enough to go back to my life in the States. I kick off my metallic gold Tory Burch sandals, shimmying my burnt orange backless silk cami mini dress up my thighs to comfortably flop down on the bright rainbow colored hammock that is slowly becoming my place of salvation. I didn't think through the sexy dress I chose to wear for our dinner, but I didn't know my night would end with me hiding out from Cliff in the hammock. I closed my eyes, 
letting the gentle breeze soothe my prickly skin while I try not to fall into a deep, depressive state. I can't believe it still felt like my world was splintering apart, with the shards ricocheting like a thousand stabs to my heart when I relived my almost wedding debacle when retelling it to Cliff. I lay there listening to the sweet melody of the waves, trying to figure out if I had started to become so bitter and self-centered that I believed the betrayal I had experienced was actually worse than a man experiencing a stroke. Disregarding the hours I spent dolling myself up for dinner, I rubbed my palm down my face, giving no fucks that I am probably smearing my makeup everywhere. I need to get a grip on my emotions and pick up the leftover pieces of my tattered self-esteem and rebuild myself as a brand new woman. I am fucking Ari Dominguez, a beautiful badass bitch that didn't let a man determine my self-worth. Ari Dominguez doesn't hide from her problems. She faces them head on. Fuck, even if the most gorgeous GQ looking rich prick watched me vomit my dinner from a distance. I groaned to myself, wrenching my eyes open and practically jumping out of my skin, practically tipping out of the hammock and face planting in the gritty white beach sand. I swear my mind continuously summons Cliff like he's a trust fund devil incarnate. My eyes rake over his golden feet that are sinking into the sand. God, I love to lick every inch of this man, including his toes. Damn right, this man is so sexy, he could make me develop a foot fetish. How could toes be so damn sexy? My eyes slowly glide up his khaki linen shorts that loosely cling to his muscular thighs, poorly masking the nice bulge between his legs. Cliff has rolled up the sleeves to his lightweight linen shirt that hangs open, revealing his mouth-watering, chiseled abs and muscular chest. I blink profusely because I swear I died in a plane crash and have been transported to my own personal heaven. My eyes clash with blue eyes swirling with appreciation and mischief, making my cheeks burn from embarrassment since I tactlessly checked him out without even attempting to mask my hunger for this gorgeous man. I come bearing gifts. I scuff at his cheesy statement, trying to look everywhere but his handsome face. Look, I apologize. I ruined our amazing dinner by starting a bartering war of who had a more fucked up reason for taking a trip to one of the most beautiful places in the world all by their lonesome. I've had some pretty terrible dates, but I've never had a woman run from her seat and puke up her guts as she did. He finishes with a teasing statement. My cheeks burn hotter, knowing that this man will not let me live down another embarrassing moment of my life to add to the many that I've been racking up like a gambler's debt. Damn, that's pretty embarrassing. Also, who said that was a date? I thought of it as two people forced together by odd circumstances who were both hungry and happened to share a meal together. I've had enough rich, pretty boys like you in my lifetime to never, ever date another. I was being unreasonable earlier. 
You're right. You deserve the room. If you find me a nicer suite at another all-inclusive resort and pay the fees, I will be the one to leave, I say, begrudgingly, crossing my arms beneath my chest. Finally, I glance at Cliff, which causes my nipples to stiffen and erotically press against the thin silk of my mini dress. His eyes smolder with so much lust and sexual hunger that one look from him causes me to break out in goosebumps from head to toe. Before I can respond, he forces his big muscular body onto the bright rainbow colored hammock, forcing me to scoot over to keep the hammock from tipping us out. I take in the contrast of my Dominican honey bronze skin tone to the golden tan skin of his arms that are speckled with fine blonde hairs. We lay next to each other for a few seconds in companion silence which should scare me since I barely know this man, but has the opposite effect. I feel serene and comforted, not being closed off and alone for the first time in a while. I notice he has an open champagne bottle in between his thighs, but no glasses. I snatch the champagne bottle, taking a long pull of the bubbly golden liquid and focusing on the citrusy notes of apple and its subtle hidden notes of brioche. I let out a Brody groaned, not giving a fuck that some dribbles out the corner of my lips. I feel a wet lick across my chin and up to the corner of my mouth that sends a shiver of desire coursing through my body. Cliff hovers above me, our mouth centimeters apart. His pupils are blown wide, making his eyes a coal black rim by a stormy blue shade. My heart feels like it's about to beat out of my chest as I begin to pant. I close my eyes, leaning towards his lips, wanting to feel their softness. I edge forward, feeling a whisper of a kiss from the light, airy, tropical breeze. Opening my eyes, I realize that Cliff has resumed his position on his back in the hammock. I lay down, looking at the starry night, feeling deflated by Cliff's rejection. No, he grounds out, startling me. Jesus, did he not want to kiss me that badly? Like the man licks my face like a lovesick puppy, now is declaring this isn't what he wants after he unabashedly invaded my space with such a sexy little tease. No, I question, confused, still trying to make sense of the gorgeous man laying beside me. I have a better idea. We're both single and trying to catch a break from recent shitty life events. So why not honeymoon together? It is the honeymoon suite that we're fighting over for fuck's sake. Let's share the room and have a month long adventure together, sweet cheeks. Cliff propositions, stealing the champagne bottle out of my hand and taking a long swig from it. The hammock shakes as I turn to face him watching dribbles of champagne splash across his beautiful chest. Without thinking, I slide my fingers through his chest hair, swiping up the spilled golden goodness and licking the citrusy stickiness from my fingers. I would lick that bottle of champagne off of every inch of his body, especially that bulge in his shorts. Damn. I swear all my time in the heat today has made me fucking delirious. I don't know. That's still pretty fucking weird. 
You could be a Ted Bundy or the Craigslist killer. Plus, there's only one king-size luxurious mattress. Not to mention that we're both single. So, technically, we can't be on a honeymoon. I counter, getting lost in Cliff's beautiful eyes. Your nipples are constantly hard around me. You shiver around me in over 80 degree weather. Your cheeks get this sexy rosy flush anytime you're in my presence. And if I were to touch your pussy right now, I bet it's so soaking wet that you're dripping down your inner thighs because you're so hot for my dick gorgeous. I've been a walking boner since I saw you naked. Why deny the sexual tension burning between us? Cliff responds, making me catch my breath when he gives my hard, erect right nipple a flick, causing it to strain even harder against the thin silk fabric. His hand lazily peruses down my stomach and I suck in a breath before his wandering touch hits the apex of my shaking thighs. I don't stop his hand because his touch is unwelcome. I stop his hand because I'm so fucking wet. I'm shocked the dampness between my legs hasn't left a stain on my dress. I don't want him to know the power he has over my body or my inability to think, let alone speak due to his nearness. I mean, I don't just have flings random men. I, I don't know. I'm not that kind of girl. I've only had two serious boyfriends and I don't sleep around. I was raised in a strict Dominican household where my mommy was ashamed for having me as a teen out of wedlock. I don't know if I could really let loose and give my body to just anyone, no matter how sexy you are. I babble, my nervous verbal diarrhea getting the best of me. He strokes my cheek, giving me a smug look, clearly zoning in on my compliment of his smoking hot appearance and ignoring my apprehension of shacking up with a strange man in a foreign country. Cliff lays it on heavy in complete persuasion mode. We're both sexy with the hots for each other that happen to end up alone in a room together. I see it as fate that we were meant to meet and enjoy each other's company after the bullshit we had to endure. Let's have a honeymoon for singles where we write the rules and do stuff neither of us would do in the real world. I'm not gonna lie, I do have hookups on vacation because vacation sex is pretty fucking incredible. So you've been missing out, sweet cheeks. We can be whoever we want to be on our honeymoon together. And we'll part ways at the end of these four weeks and resume our normal lives. And no one will have to know about the fucking fantastic time we had together on this tropical honeymoon. I mull over his words in my mind. I have been embarrassed, cheated on, and became a laughing stock in front of many people after my wedding debacle. So, where I being the wifey type actually got me? Why not have some fun thousands of miles away and treat this not as a hideaway, but as an adventure? An adventure my tightly wound, oppressive ass needed before going back to the States. I take a deep breath, letting it out slowly, closing my eyes tightly, and nod my head quickly before I chicken out and change my mind.
I need to hear the words from your mouth because, baby, I want to do some nasty things to you right now, and I hope you'll enjoy them as much as me. Cliff whispers, his hot champagne breath grazing my lips and filling my nostrils. Yes, I want you to do nasty things to me. I'm on birth control, and I got tested for every sexually transmitted infection and disease under the sun. After finding out my jackass almost husband had a wandering dick that wagged for anything with a pussy. I blurt out, watching Cliff's eyes grow wide, picking up what I might be saying. I got a full blood work panel too. I am STD free. So I hope that means I can be balls deep in that delicious pussy with no rubber. He exclaims like a little boy on Christmas. I close my eyes trying to silence the mature, straight-laced voice in my head exclaiming at me that this is an extremely terrible, terrible idea. But why not have raw sex with this gorgeous stranger? I wanted nothing between us during the duration of this tropical vacation. I couldn't make any worse choices overseas than I had in who I was going to marry back in the United States. I opened my eyes, providing Cliff with a nod and a nervous smile, which was all the reassurance he needed before devouring my mouth in the hottest kiss of my lifetime. Without breaking our lip lock, he pulls me on top of him, running my hot, wet, lace-covered pussy over his impressive erection. The man's mouth makes love to mine as his kiss starts off achingly slow and increases the pressure and tempo of his soft lips against mine. A breathy gasp leaves my mouth, allowing him to slip his tongue between my lips, causing me to shiver as he exerts his dominance, controlling our kiss by cupping my face with his hands. Cliff kisses me breathlessly, biting my bottom lip before tracing the seam of my mouth with his tongue. He travels towards my neck, leaving threads of lust with his tongue in his wake as he licks and nibbles along my jawline before sucking on the sensitive pulse point of my neck. Cliff's hands travel up my waist to cut my heavy breasts. He palms my titties, massaging them in his palms as he rings moan after moan from my body as he sucks and nibbles on my neck and clavicle. His tongue licks long, slow strokes over the tops of my breasts as he pinches and rolls my nipples through the thin silk fabric of my dress, causing me to throw my head back in ecstasy as I grind my hips into his erection, trying to relieve some tension between my legs. My pussy becomes wetter and wetter as he roughly plays with my nipples, which are so hard and so erect from his skillful touch. My body ignites when he sucks on my overly sensitive right nipple through the silk of my dress. His hot, damp breath against the silk fabric straining against my nipple feels extremely erotic, sending a zing right to my achingly swollen clitoris. His hand cups my left breast, 
massaging the heft of it as he rubs my nipple between his index finger and thumb before plucking at it until I scream from the pleasurable pain. I let out a frustrated huff when he pulls away from me to peel the dress down my arms to expose my large, heavy breasts to his heated gaze. Cliff plucks at my right nipple while running his tongue around my left until I'm a withering mess, screaming explicitives and dry-humping him. He lets out a low, throaty laugh, sending vibrations down my spine, causing me to feel a tingle between my thighs as my orgasm builds. He rucks up the short skirt of my mini slip dress to gain access to my plump ass. He grabs handfuls of my ass cheeks, moving me back and forth across his lap as he rotates between sucking and nibbling on both of my nipples. I begin panting, feeling lightheaded, while squeezing him between my thighs, loving the way my clitoris feels rubbing against the lace of my thong against his bulging dick through his linen shorts. Cliff slides my damp thong to the side, his deaf fingers eliciting a yelp from my body when they ghost over the swollen nub between my thighs. Damn, baby, your pussy is leaving puddles all over me because you're so wet and needy for my dick, he says smugly. My teeth sink into my fleshy bottom lip. My eyes roll to the back of my head when he lightly strokes my aching clitoris with his index and middle finger. The light strokes of his fingertips cause my arousal to grow stronger until I'm panting and squirming. Cliff sucks harder on my right nipple, swirling his two fingers around my clit until my hips are chasing his fingers because I need fucking more. More of his tongue tricks against my nipples, more of his addicting touch against my heated flesh, and hell. I was practically ready to beg for his dick each and every time my hot, wet, whore clenched around nothingness, eager to be filled to the hilt. Cliff slides his thumb under my clitoral hood, massaging me until I'm ready to crawl out of my skin from pleasure. He skillfully strokes my clitoris until I break into a sweat from my rigorous grinding on his lap. I scream out gibberish as if I'm speaking tongues when he plunges two fingers into my hot, wet center while continuing his delicious torture with confident strokes of his thumb on my clitoris. Fuck, I'm, I'm going to come. I shout at the top of my lungs as I detonate around his hand that fucks me. I see so many stars and I swear I've launched my way through the Milky Way galaxy. Cliff picks up my limp body that's weak from my climax, positioning me on the hammock so I'm laying vertically with my Sinagalese twist dangling off one side of the hammock and my feet off the other end. I gaze up at Cliff through hooded eyes, awed by the sex god in front of me as he drops his boxers and shorts. My mouth falls open in a wide O shape as I ogle the huge, thick, girthy dick that juts out from his immaculate body. 
My limbs feel heavy and I can barely open my eyes, but my pussy quivers as if it hasn't got the memo. I feel this deep ache that hungers for his dick to be inside of me. Fuck my pussy, Cliff. The plea slips from my mouth due to the sex-crazed delirium that clouds my mind. <laughs> with pleasure, sexy. Cliff answers cockily with a smug grin on that pretty face of his. Cliff folds me in half, making me grab the back of my calves as my knees sit by my ears. The man has folded me up like a pretzel before dropping to his knees and licking me from my perineum to the top of my mouth. He devours my pussy with his mouth, sucking on my clitoris, tonguing my labias, and lazily sliding three fingers in and out of my wet, hot pussy. He fucks me with his mouth and fingers until I'm convulsing, thrashing my head side to side and purring his name like a satisfied little sex kitten. I had to make sure that pussy was nice and wet for the good pounding I'm about to give you. Now, be a good girl for me and hold those legs in place so I can fuck you hard and good. He growls, standing to his feet and slamming his dick into me hard and fast. I feel so full as he rocks into me, causing the hammock to sway back and forth with his every thrust. I feel like I'm soaring in the air as he slides into me hard, then pulls out of me excruciatingly slow, hitting every sensitive nerve on his way out. Cliff's eyes move between, watching my breasts bounce in mesmerizingly rhythmic circles as he grunts into me and his dick moves in and out of my glistening, wet pussy. I feel my orgasm building for a second time. My hot, wet core begins to clench around him and he picks up his rhythm frantically, pounding my pussy mercilessly until I let out a high-pitched scream as I fly over the edge of euphoria as my orgasm rips from my throat. He rocks into me once, twice, thrice before I feel his dick twitch inside of me as he grunts out his own Cliff collapses beside me on the hammock. We lay next to each other trying to catch our breaths. Damn, girl. Your tight, wet pussy almost took me out. And those sweet fucking moans and whimpers you make while I'm inside of you will definitely be fucking on this hammock again. Cliff murmurs through labored breathing while mindlessly toying with my nipples. I can't respond back because I'm too exhausted and overwhelmed by pleasure from the hottest screw of my life. Damn, this would be a better honeymoon than what I would have had with my shitty ex-fiance because Cliff could actually bone. I smiled to myself because I couldn't wait to embark on our honeymoon for singles. I was going back to the United States as a far better and more worldly woman than expected. From gorgeous sunrise hikes to skinny dipping in the natural hot springs to snorkeling and swimming with stingrays to whitewater rafting, the adventures I'd been having over the past few weeks with Cliff had been endless. For the first time in my life, I actually felt alive. 
Cliff's libido was never ending, but I couldn't get enough of his body in the way he fucks me. I usually dreaded sex with men because I usually had to finish myself off with my battery-operated boyfriend or my hand. But with Cliff, the orgasms were so powerful, I sometimes blacked out from ecstasy, having multiples in a row many times a day. Anytime Cliff graces my presence, my pussy gets immediately wet. My skin flushes and all my fantasies become delectably dirty, starring Cliff's hypnotic dick filling all of my holes. This chance encounter with Cliff had been the best thing to ever happen to me. Without Cliff, I probably would have spent the last few weeks moping around, pigging out, and reading in the hammock. My nipples pucker thinking about all the hot sex we'd had on the hammock. I laced in the hot tub sipping my red Viagra, feeling relaxed from the vodka and black currant liqueur, while my taste buds salivated from the tartness of the cranberry flavor. Damn, this is the fucking life. I thought my lying, cheating, shitty ex-fiance's money was long and went on for days, but come to find out, the zeros in his bank account were child's play. Cliff is fucking Bruce Wayne rich. I swear, the man has more money than God. After most of my 20s being around rich pricks, I couldn't stand them. However, with a snap of Cliff's fingers, he was able to charter a Sitali yacht for a private boat tour of Bali. Here you are, sweet cheeks. I was wondering where you've been hiding, Cliff loudly whispers, his hot breath tickling my ear, causing the hairs on the nape of my neck to stand up. I shiver as his tongue runs over the shell of my ear before he sucks the lobe into his mouth. Hot ribbons of desire course through my body, making my clitoris throb to life between my legs. His hands peel my flimsy bikini cups to the side, giving him access to my large, heavy breasts. He strokes the mounds of my breasts while rolling my nipples between his thumb and index finger, coaxing a throaty moan of pleasure from my lips. My head falls back against his shoulder as I give him free reign to do whatever the fuck he likes to my body. Cliff unties my bikini top from my body and I watch it float down into the bubbles of the jacuzzi tub. He slaps my breasts together with a growl, causing my hot, wet pussy to clench with sexual want. Unceremoniously, Cliff lifts my wet body out of the hot tub, carrying me into the other side of the upper deck of the yacht. I press my breast to his chest, wrapping my opposite arm across his shoulder to hide my breast from the view of any other crew aboard the boat. He sits me on my feet on the bow of the boat. The view from this angle is breathtaking, especially as the sun begins to set. Casting the sky in shades of plum, red-orange, fuchsia, and bright yellow. I feel a chill from the tropical breeze that hits my body as the boat glides through the water. 
I smell the saltiness in the air and my arousal as Cliff frees me from my bikini bottom. Cliff, what the fuck? The captain and crew can probably see us, I squealed, trying to hide my nakedness with my hands. Cliff gives me a broad smile with a mischievous glint in his eyes as he kicks my stance wide and sinks to his knees. Before I can protest any further, his tongue connects with the wet, slick folds of my pussy. He laps up my juices, nibbling on my pussy lips and swirling his tongue around my clitoris. Cliff's tongue between my thighs is absolutely majestic. He sucks on my clitoris, inserting two fingers in my hot, wet channel, stroking against my pleasure spot in a come-hither motion. I feel my orgasm begin to build as he teases my clit with his tongue and his thumb. He licks his way down to my vagina and scissors my clitoris as his tongue swirls inside of me. He fucks me with his mouth and fingers until I let out a shrill scream. My orgasm makes me feel weak in the knees and completely shatters me. Cliff catches me before I fall, cradling me in his arms and devours my mouth with his that still glistens with my arousal. I taste the sweet tartness of myself, loving the taste of my essence from his mouth. He arranges me on all fours, facing away from the captain's helm. I feel the tip of his big, thick manhood, teasing my sensitive entrance. I whimper, too fatigued to beg him to fill me with his dick, but I start to back into his hips, trying to get the dire relief I crave. I need Cliff's dick inside of me to satiate my aching pussy. Since it's become acquainted with Cliff's cock, nothing else will fully satisfy me unless I'm bouncing on that man's dick. You're a needy little thing, aren't you, babe? Well, I'm the perfect man for the job. Your sweet little pussy is so, so wet for me, girl. Cliff grounds out, slamming into me hard. He sets a strenuous pace, fucking me erratic and chaotic. He pulls all the way out, slapping my ass a few times before refilling me to the hilt. He grabs both of my arms, crossing them behind my back so he can fucking own me and my pussy. I feel him deeper in this position as my cheek rests on the ground. Cliff takes his other free hand and grabs me by my nape as he rucks into me hard and fast. He pounds my pussy until we both soar over the precipice of pleasure. My second orgasm ruptures out of me so loud that I don't give a damn about everyone working on the ship hearing my screams of ecstasy. Cliff's sweaty body collapses on top of me, utterly spent. I love the feeling of Cliff's warm body on top of mine. His cock still nestled deep inside of me, keeping his cum from leaking down my thighs. I loved our time together. I loved the way he fucked me. I loved this man to pieces. Oh, shit. Is it possible to fall in love with someone in a matter of weeks? I don't know if it's love, but I know that my life won't be the same without Cliff. At the end of this tropical getaway, wherever he goes, Cliff will be taking a piece of my heart with him. The last few days we had left together in Bali, it stormed terribly. 
We spent the time exploring each other's bodies and fucking from sunrise to sunset. It was as if the horrible weather was a blessing in disguise because I didn't want my break from reality to end. If I were being honest with myself, I didn't want the fairy tale relationship I had weaved in my head with Cliff to come to an end. The day I had to say goodbye to Cliff, it shattered my soul. He didn't seem like he really wanted to say goodbye either, extending his time with me until he had to choose between leaving or missing his flight. He fucked me in a million different positions until my voice went hoarse from screaming his name. I knew he'd be going back home to wherever that was and probably making amends with his ex-girlfriend so he could live the life of rich, pretty, trust fund men like him lived. I wish, I wish more than anything, I could call him mine. I bet his girlfriend was the complete opposite of me. A pretty, innocent-looking flower like Lily Reinhardt with the ideal proper pedigree to match. His to have gorgeous golden-haired children with blue eyes. <laughs> Not Central Falls trash with too much tits and ass to ever walk a runway. A Spanish-speaking girl that looked more like a Saweetie or a Cardi B on a good hair day. Cliff hadn't just shown me that life could be amazing if I just let go and throw caution to the wind, but how amazing it could feel to be with someone that treated me like he won the lottery anytime we spent time together. I had stupidly caught feelings in a relationship with an expiration date. I sure knew how to pick men. The ding from the alarm from my phone pulled me out of my trance. If I sat down and closed my eyes, I could remember his laid-back personality, that panty-melting grin, and those sensual caresses that sent shivers down my spine and made me have butterflies in my vagina. I reached for the 20th pregnancy test that I had taken since coming back home. My stomach roiled and my vision blurred with tears for what felt like the 1,000th time. The stick red pregnant. This couldn't be happening to me. I was a good girl. I was always careful. How could I be fucking pregnant? I had taken every test imaginable, from the two lines to the clear blue, and they all sealed my fate that I was going to be someone's mommy. I had been so fucking stressed killing myself to ensure my work was caught up before having to leave for my honeymoon, the wedding planning, the disastrous deceit, and reveling in my own self-misery that my birth control shot had run out and I was a few weeks overdue for the next one. I had been so fucking stupid. I stared at my reflection in the mirror, placing my palm on my flat stomach. I had experienced waves of nausea on and off during my trip, and when my plane landed at home in Bellevue, I was as sick as a dog. It wasn't until I bought a new phone and got messages from my gynecologist, I had a sick inkling of an ideal that the worst was yet to come. I slid to the tile floor of my bathroom, leaning my back against my pristine white bathtub. I had come back from my honeymoon pregnant, <laughs> but husbandless. The bigger question weighing on my soul though, who was 
my baby daddy? Is it the carefree sweet man of my dreams with golden hair and cornflower blue eyes? Or is it the lying, deceitful piece of shit with dark hair and lying gray eyes that is the bane of my existence? Hmm, it seems like Ari had the time of her life on this exotic and oh, so erotic summer vacation. This gorgeous lady was lucky enough to get endless pleasure and mind-blowing sex in one of the most beautiful places on earth. Unfortunately, it came with a life-altering cost. Who do you think her baby daddy is? Is it her lying, cheating ex-fiance or the laid-back Bali hottie? If you're too eager to wait until next week to find out, then join my Patreon to find out what happens next. Please follow me on Instagram at Lala's Bedtime Tales and slide into my DMs and let me know who you think her baby daddy is. Until next time, ta-ta for now. Oh, so hot and sexy bedtime stories from Lala's Bedtime Tales. Thanks for tuning in to this week's Erotic Tale. For more erotic stories, sex tips, love advice, and sexual education, check out lalasbedtimetales.com and add me on Instagram for more erotic and sensual content at lalasbedtimetales. Please comment and share your fave sexy bedtime stories with erotica enthusiasts like you and me. Ta-ta until next time, sexies.